Listener discretion is always advised. Now, I've been away for a few Sundays, kind of meditating, contemplating, working some things out in my life. But I am back for your well-deserved second sermon. Let's get it, you guys. This is Justice. This is another Justice and the Peace podcast. This is your Sunday's second sermon for February 26th. I don't know what to tell you, motherfuckers. I really don't have anything to report. Or maybe I'm just lying. But either way, I would like to welcome you to the show. All right, ladies, gentlemen, others. I hope everyone is well. I know some of you can't find your cufflinks. I know some of you ladies... Uh, uh, can't, can't get together that good wig it is that you usually wear on Sunday. Well, you don't need it. You know, God used to say, come to him as you are, I think. Is that right? I'm not sure. But I just said it, so it must be true. Anyway, you don't need that stuff to be in the presence of the Lord. Right? I mean, if you think about it, every single thing is kind of connected. But then again, you don't have to think about it. That's why I'm here. So I can go ahead and inform you, plus entertain you, and hopefully, at the same time, get you to smile at least once or twice during this podcast. Now, a lot of people... They like to ask, what is this thing that it is that we're going through? What is it called? What what shall it be determined as? Because we're not the first people to experience what's going on to us, nor will we be the last. And we see that every day in the eyes of our children. But first, can we at least try to examine what it is that we that we exist in this existence What is it really? I may have found something that's much more settling than, than, and I don't say that it doesn't exist, but to me, this is much more settling, much more truthful, much more grounding than a man sitting on a cloud, a man floating in the sky. It's not always cloudy outside, and I'm stupid. I'm going to treat you like I would treat myself because you are me. There's only one real consciousness that exists, and we are just the consciousness separated into trillions and trillions of entities so that it can experience itself subjectively from different perspectives. It wants to see what it's like to be human. It wants to see what it's like to be a blade of grass or even a rock. We're on a data collection mission, sending information back to the source. But when I tell people that they are God, some people get, will get offended by that, but they don't realize what I'm saying is you have the power of the creator, as above, so below. The power of creation is already inside of you, and we do it every single day. We are also co-creators in our reality as well. Now, there is a lot, and I mean a plethora of information to unpack in what it is that that man just said. I'm going to try, but my grandson, my grandson constantly, he constantly reminds me. And I feel like one most of the time anyway. Papa. What's up, my guy? As you wish. Now, let's go ahead and start this shit over. Treat you like I would treat myself. I'm going to treat you like I treat myself. And I would like to think that I treat myself pretty well. You know, I try to get as much sleep as it is that I need, which means I take care of myself. I, of course, like most people, do 
you know, some things that I should, you know, I shouldn't smoke weed and, and, you know, I shouldn't spend as much time in front of blue screens or watching television. But at the most, for, for the most part, I should say, I, I, I love myself. So I'm going to treat you like you were myself. Do you get it? So I'm going to treat you with love. Because you are me. There's only one real consciousness that exists. There's only one real consciousness that exists and he just now listed off two of them so it can't be either one of us either one of us can't be the source and we are just the consciousness separated into trillions and trillions of entities we are just consciousness separated into trillions and trillions of entities of entities i'm sorry now 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 that may not make sense we are one consciousness separated into trillions and trillions of entities. Now, this is not what this guy says, but this is my interpretation completely. You know how you be walking down the street and then you start thinking about something and it kind of makes you laugh and then it makes you think about something else? I kind of think that's part of those trillions and trillions of entities. We we all exist in some sort of plane to where uh, uh, on some sort of plane, it seems as if in... We all can exist. And then where we exist, more things can exist. Okay, think about this. When you're walking down the street thinking about, uh, 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 I don't know, say some girl you met on Instagram, since motherfuckers do other shit, I don't know. Say you met a girl on Instagram you want to slide into her DMs or some shit like that, or you already have. You know what you're not thinking about? You done forgot that you was going somewhere, but you know you gonna get there. You done forgot that you already have programmed yourself to breathe. You done already programmed yourself not to get hit by a car. You done already programmed yourself to do so many different other things that you have taken for granted. Separated consciousness, okay? But it can experience itself subjectively from different perspectives. Now, what he is saying is... Although it may be trillions and trillions of different consciousness going on, the main source wants to experience itself on so many different levels that we can't comprehend because we only experience life on this one, the human playing field. It wants to see what it's like to be human. It wants to see what it's like to be a blade of grass or even a rock. We're on a data collection mission, sending information back to the source. So when I tell people that they are God, some people get, will get offended by that, but they don't realize what I'm saying is you have the power of the creator as above, so below. The power, the power of the creator, it lies within you. As below, as so of, I think it's as above and so below. Something like that. He just said the shit, okay? Okay, you know what the fuck he said. But you are a god. I, 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 I hate to be the one to tell you, but I'm love. I'm loving the fact that you learned it here. You can create all of the fucking outcome, all of the great outcomes, or all of the negative outcomes. It is in your life, depending on the trajectory of your attitude and of your gratitude. So if all you do is soak up evil shit, what the fuck it is that you think that you're gonna? Think about most of the time when things go not your way. Evil shit. If you constantly thinking, okay, I'm on the way to improve myself and I'm trying to fix myself. And, and the thing is this, you may be broken and don't even know it. We all dealing with the same shit that our parents deal with, dealt with, and then their parents dealt with. The only thing is this. You are a god and you have a wizard in your pocket and you have not only the opportunity but it is 
almost irresponsible of you not to love yourself just a little bit more. Creation is already inside of you, and we do it every single day. We are also co-creators in our reality as well. I'm going to treat you like I would treat myself. And I, I think that's true. I think that, 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 that we, that I, try my hardest to treat people how I would treat myself, unless, I mean, unless, you know, sometimes, some people you just can't get along with. It's just some things that you can't overcome. Or, I mean, and everything is overcomable. You know what the fuck I'm saying. Thank you, grandson. You saved me. I, I tongue-tied myself real quick there. Um, what I'm saying is, we all don't like some motherfuckers. You know, even on Sunday. Uh, that don't mean that you don't love them. You just don't like they motherfucking ass. And when it comes to people that you don't like, I mean, even though you don't like them, like I said, you might still love them. We often wonder how it is that we are going to deal with this motherfucker and still try to be humane again i must remind you that is a part of you that is irritating you i hate to tell you it most of the time the people that get on our most nerves those are people that kind of have some sort of reflection about ourselves in them that we don't want to deal with that's just something that i happen to learn getting older and most people don't like to say you know uh, what it is that they didn't learn about getting older unless it's going to be controversial uh, unless it's going to be uh, they're trying to break ground or, or or create a new narrative oh shit <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> that's the first sneeze on the podcast bless me like i was saying um when we see when we see uh, ourselves in some people we may not necessarily like it. We may not necessarily agree with it. We damn sure don't want to identify with that shit. So the first thing that we do is try to distance ourselves. We try to get the fuck away from something that it is that we have deemed is either beneath us or, 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 or just not to the caliber of what it is that we want motherfuckers to be and i hate to say it we've all at least me i don't know what the fuck it is that you people do with your time i have fallen uh uh i wouldn't say victim i have fallen uh uh in in line to being an asshole at a time because certain people wouldn't do what it is that i wanted but the older that you get the more appreciative it is that you get for the people that it is that you have in your life. And when I say you get appreciative, I mean you really do appreciate them. You want to see them doing well. Who wants to watch somebody? I mean, there are a couple of motherfuckers in my past that that uh, when I was younger, uh, I wouldn't mind sitting around to watch them suffer a little bit, but I'm not there anymore. I don't think that that's a healthy place to put your mind at. That's not a mind frame that anybody can thrive in. So now I kind of approach life like this. What's up, buddy? You did it. You did it again. You made it another day. I'm proud of you. And you should be proud of yourself, too. It's a big deal. It's a huge accomplishment. Especially going through what you're going through. You know, don't let anybody take that from you. You know, there's people that get through every day with ease. 
But for people like me and you, they don't know what it's like. They don't know how much courage it takes to put your head down at the end of the day, knowing damn well that you're gonna have to pick it up and face it again tomorrow. It takes a lot. I'm happy you're here. I'm really happy you're here. You know, somebody once said that the bravest thing I ever did was continue living my life when all I wanted to do was die. I'm happy you're here. I really am. You keep doing what you're doing, buddy. And if nobody told you today they loved you, I love you. I'm here for you, bro. I'm here with you. Make sure you come back. You know, when I've played that that on my podcast before, but I definitely wanted to include it into one of the second sermons for a lot of reasons. I find that it is a lost art for for a lot of guys to 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 support other guys. And I'm not talking about that other shit. I'm talking about just regular old support, even if it's something that you don't necessarily do, but support. If you see somebody trying to do something with their life, trying to do something with their time, shouldn't you try to support them? Shouldn't you be happy that they're trying to do something with their life, even though you may be sitting in a situation where you ain't did shit with yours? I mean, a lot of haters, a lot of, and, and, and that term has been so misused that it doesn't, the definition doesn't even stick the way it used to. A lot of haters really don't want to help you. Uh, because you can do something that they can't. And most of the time, that right there is because they don't want to do shit. And when somebody doesn't want to do shit and they hate on you, are you to hate them back? I mean, or are you to just go ahead and stay loving to everybody? That's fucking impossible. I was saying that to myself, but then I was thinking like, you know, I mean, sometimes... You know, you got to tell a motherfucker to fuck off, right? You, 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 you got to. And I could say these things because I have both. You do. And it's very simple to me that it's not. No, it's not only encouragement that's lost. It's the art of communication. Some people call it dialogue. It was written down as conversation. When I was growing up, they called it convo. But now. It's not any of that. It's just mean mugs, stares, gang signs, and flags. And we are not communicating the fact of the matter, the, the, the facts. And, and the facts do matter. And, and, and as a matter of a fact, what we would, what I would think most guys would want would be a, a, a representative of their community to be something to be not admired not 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 to be astonished by not to be uh, uh hated or loved or anything but to be appreciated amongst not only the community but their family and if we can't tell each other that we happy to see each other and, and i'm glad that you made it here safely and i hope that you make it back there safety safely excuse me what 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 does that what does that what does that teach our kids? How does that teach our kids that that's what strong men do if we don't start to change the presentation for how it is that strong men move? I don't think there's nothing wrong with telling 
people that you care about, even if you don't like them. Hey, man, you know, I'm glad you're here. Fuck you. Have a great day. And uh, uh, I'll see you before you leave. Fuck off. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that, right? You know, that's part of this existence that I'm talking about because we're all interconnected, intertwined. We all are on the same journey without understanding when we gonna get to that destination first no one knows when they gonna touch that feist and i'm telling you ain't nobody in the rush i take that back some motherfuckers just want to die i don't I, I can't get it i don't i i, I can't get it for, for 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 the life of me i don't understand it i am not ready to go i don't know what the fuck is gonna happen it is scary And if you're not scared to die, I commend you. I applaud you, audience. Yes. Applause are needed. Because I shit my draws sometimes when I think about, you know, one time I'm going to blink my eyes and it'll be the last time that I'll have any kind of control over this vessel, this shell this this external object that i've been given control of for a temporary time it constantly crosses my mind of not only what it is that's going to happen to me but how my family is going to be able to survive and i'm pretty sure no one really gives two shits about a justice but at the same time i happen to like myself so i constantly constantly and i mean motherfucking constantly ask what actually happens to us when we die now i've found a few answers and i'm not necessarily sure if they are what it is that i want to hear but when you talk to people who have had near-death experiences one guy got sent to hell And if you've listened to the podcast, you know the story. He got sent to hell, and when he was down there, he saw a man dog. A man who was in the shape of a dog, burned from the top of his head to the sole of his damn feet. The motherfucker had on a chain, and there was Rihanna music and an umbrella, and people were singing and dancing and all kinds of crazy shit. Wild. Scared the shit out of me i had literally i had a turtle in my motherfucking pants but that's besides the point i'm afraid of what it is that is going to happen to me when i fucking die and i know you shouldn't kice in church but god forgives all right right i mean the universe is unforgiving so that means god doesn't forget i don't know i don't know but let's listen to what this guy has has uh what what this young kid thinks happens to us after we die take it away this is what actually happens when you die according to near-death experiences the moment you draw your last breath your consciousness or your soul will leave your body if you die in a hospital you'll be able to see your body as it floats upwards towards the ceiling and as your soul floats up through the hospital roof A magnetic force pulls you through a dark tunnel. Your memories and your thoughts will fade away as you move through this tunnel. When you reach the end of the tunnel, a brilliant light will shine. When you move closer to this light, you won't be able to help but feel a sense of deja vu. To quote one of the subjects from his near-death experience, he states, If I was a Christian, I would call the light Jesus. If I was a Buddhist, I would call the light Buddha. If I was a Hindu, I would call the light Krishna. It doesn't matter what we call the light because at the end of the day, it's just love. 
You see, they say that in the light you will have returned to a place without time, where everyone you had ever known is with you. And you will be closer to your loved ones here than you ever were in their physical life. You'll be home. All the suffering you had ever experienced was worth this single moment. But unfortunately, this won't last forever. Because in order for you to stay in this place, your soul must be judged. And if you don't pass this test... Hey, 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 if I don't pass the test, what happens? Uh, what the fuck? I didn't see that there was a part two. Oh my goodness. I, I can't, I, I, I need, I need Jeebus. I need Jesus. Somebody, please. Help me. Of Jesus, you better help her. Praise God. There's a breakthrough in the room. This pastor just fell down the stairs. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't let the enemy distract you. I'm good. Hallelujah. Right now in the name of Jesus. Wow. I hope that guy is all right. Somebody check his shins. Oh, my goodness. His shins. Check them, please. Not from kickboxing. That guy just fell down four stairs in the name of Jesus. Goodness gracious. Can we, can, can, can somebody, can I, do I have a clip on the, on the follow-up? What, what, what? Oh, no. How many people come into your life talking the talk? Well, talk your talk. Come on now. But not walking the walk. And you let them hang with you. Because they know what to say. Hold on now. Talking the talk, but not walking the walk, and you let them hang with you. So, is this a person who ain't got no legs who's doing, like, handstands and pull-ups? I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. But until you discern what spirit they are of, I don't know who I'm preaching to. But but people know what to say to be able to walk with you. But you got to pray so that you can see what's in them. Hey, that ain't that the truth? Don't certain motherfuckers know exactly what to say when they get round you, when they when they want to be in your good graces. It's funny how a motherfucker be so nice to your ass when it's time to borrow money, but want to be a bitter basic bitch when it's time to fucking collect on it. I mean, I guess you just kind of gotta watch who it is that you let in your psychula. I mean, but that's that's about everything, right? That's just not only about god i mean that's just about life right is that correct i mean because if you follow the wrong people they could take your ass you know down i mean that, that, that that's it is this the follow-up christians don't even know that jesus spoke aramaic type in language of jesus christ do it right now on google so what was the language there it pops up aramaic now the language is a semitic language the semitic languages are hebrew Arabic and Aramaic. Now I want you to type this in. Aramaic, word for God, and watch what pops up. Allah. Oh, Jesus Christ in his own language called God, Elah. So in Hebrew, it's Elohim or Elah. In Arabic, it's Allah. It's a word that's the same in three languages. It's not a name. Al means the. Mm -hmm. La means God. It's the same word in the language of Jesus Christ. But during 9-11, all you heard people saying in New York City was F these Muslims and F their... That was a very uh, uh, um, 
crazy wraparound. I didn't know he was going to 9-11 with that. Okay, not finna listen to the slew little clip right there. But yes, I mean, the, 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 this is a question that has often sat in the reservoir of my thoughts. And that's, uh, with so many different races, God had to reach us all in some kind of way, right? And I'm pretty sure that even if somebody was doing something that you had never seen before but didn't look like you, you still wouldn't identify with them. So you would have to be almost like a many-faced God. Now, if you watch Game of Thrones, you know where that term comes from, the many-faced God. God. Now, also, I guess it can encompass being a many-faced demon. I, I, I don't know. For every God, there has to be a demon, right? There has to be a devil. So on each different religious aspect, there has to be a religious devil. If there's a yin, there must be a yang. But then again, y'all already know I don't know a goddamn thing. <laughs> Grandson, I just said that. Papa. What's up, my guy? I'm brand new to this shit. I'm sorry, man. But anyway, like I was saying, you know, if there are so many different people in the world and there are many faces of God, that means that there is probably many religions. And if there are many religions, then you've got so many people caught in, I wouldn't even say caught, but not understanding the, 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 the clarity of, of, I don't know. There's a clarity of, I don't know. And I do know there's just a clarity there. And I really don't know how to explain it. All I know is that it exists. All I know is that sometimes it, the, the, I don't know, is more powerful than the I do know. And one thing I do know is that you probably don't give a fuck about the second sermons as much as I do. I know for a fact that some people who aren't listening to this podcast is getting up with their husbands just to go to church to see they side niggas. I know for a fact that some of you niggas is getting up and going to church. And you ain't even got no wife. You just going to church to see what it is that you can take down in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you diabolical, dirty bastard, you. Anyway, back to church. Put on a person. What is your affliction, brother? I, I, I can't move my leg. You can't move your leg. Well, let me get the spirit. Let me put my hand on it. I think I feel it. Oh, here it is. This is what's been holding you down. This wall has been holding you down, brother. You are healed. Get on out of here. Oh, praise the Lord. The spirit has been lifted. <laughs> Now you've seen the Lord in effect. You have seen it. You've witnessed the Lord's spirit. You were there. Now it's time to pay the Lord. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Now while I collect the offerings, Brother Pathos here will lead us in a song. Brother Pathos. I think I saw him on the hill the other day. I think I saw him when I watched the children play. But when I opened up my voice to sing in praise, he ran away, ran away, far away. My singing made sweet Jesus run away. 
judge will Wait a minute, hold on. This ain't working. Oh. One dollar, what's this, one dollar? No, no, we tried to do it the Lord's way. Now we're going to do it the good old 125th Street 7th Avenue way. Give up the money now. Pay the Lord. Now you see, you can't make this shit up. Now, this is a very, very old In Living Color episode with Damon Wayans and Jim Carrey actually acting out uh, or pretending. They're pretending to be passels. And very weird, weird things happen in life. Sometimes life reflects art and sometimes art reflects life. I don't know if you've seen any kind of, I don't know, um string uh, uh, things to string or to stitch reality to art or art to reality, but I sure in the fuck did. And guess what? I'm going to point them out to you. One, the, the first and foremost thing is this, and this was very simple, is that the guy said that his leg didn't like, and what did they do? They relieved him of his wallet and then got him the fuck off the stage. And then we go to the circular movement of the collection basket that is often orchestrated during certain parts of the Simon so that they can collect, you know, what's due to the Lord. Um, after the 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 basket comes back to the front we have an issue because y'all not giving enough does that sound familiar we've seen we've seen usher men and usher women and i'm not talking about the singer usher i'm talking about the ushers in the church actually throwing a nutty because they did not get what they think they deserved in the collection basket. I mean, there is too much reality in this skit not to make fun of reality with this skit. I mean, you, you, I don't know what else to tell you, except for have a great Sunday and uh, take care of each other. And uh, uh, I mean, you know, I could, uh, if you want to, it, we, we could sit and we could pray and we could uh, ask some more questions about sight and things. It, I mean, that's if you got time. But then again, I know everybody's in a rush today and you, you, you probably want to get to what it is that you feel is important in your life. But But before you do that, right before. You go and do that. I want you to do one thing for me. I know this is a short episode. I know this is a clip episode. But could you pull out your phone? Can I get you to like, rate, and subscribe the show? Can I get you the five-star rating? That helps out a lot. Can I get you to like the show? Can I get you to go ahead and hit the, the, the subscribe button? Hit that bell notification thing so when this does come out, you do get a notification that there is a new Justice in the Peace podcast that is up. And I cannot say this enough about the podcast. And I mean this from the bottom, middle, and top of my heart, please. And if I offended you, I am going to remind you in advance that I am very sorry and I apologize for the inconvenience of me not giving up. And if I offended you, I am going to remind you in it. 
I don't give a fuck if your feelings are hurt when you listen to the podcast. Listen to it again. Share it with a friend. Have them come at me so I can tell them what to do with their daddy's dick. Once again, this is justice. And every single one of these episodes are recorded in one sitting. No edits, no retakes, all genuine responses. Every single one of these episodes are also dedicated to the life, the love, the legacy, the memory of my mother page. I love you, baby, and I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. And anybody who is just now becoming new to the podcast, I am working on a podcast just about my mother. So please, it would not be very smart for you not to subscribe to the show because I got some shit coming down the pipeline that's probably not going to be favorable for everybody, but very entertaining and informative at the same time. Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Do not hurt anybody in the process. That is all that I ask. You can do whatever it is that you need to do without hurting people. The re- distribution of pain has to be stopped somewhere let it be with you let it be with the man in the mirror and that's you it ain't me when you look in the mirror you bet not see me if you do i don't know jump out a window i don't know what to tell you anyway this is justice and this is another justice in the peace podcast once again i thank you for listening peace